This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 82 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. Today, I'm super excited, guys, because I finally got a haircut. The Mohawk is back. The Mohawk is back by popular demand. For those of you who are here for the first time, thank you for tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from. If you listen to your friends, if you heard your podcast, if you're searching and you found us, thank you for taking the time to come and listen to us. For those of you who've been there since day one, you already know what the deal is. Today, man, today, today, we have a lot going on. As you guys know, we talk about statistics, we talk about numbers, and one of the biggest numbers for today's episode is Patrick Mahomes. He just finally signed a 10-year contract worth up to $503 million. We're going to get into that. We're going to break down the contract. We're going to talk about everything it entails. We're also going to talk about how is this contract going to affect the future of other players in the NFL, but also in other leagues like the NBA, the the MLB, and tennis, and golf, etc., etc. And we're also going to break down small little details of did you know about big contracts as also uh, signed in previous sports so there's one of the things we're going to talk about as well we're also going to break down you know some of the breaking news that's been happening in the sports world of course we all know we're transitioning back into sports uh we're going to get you know slowly back into the groove of having sports on our tvs every day on the weekends i'm excited for that i know you guys are excited for that so yeah without further ado man i don't want to take up any more time from anyone but before we get into all that public service announcement guys not because we are tired of covid means we're not supposed to stop wearing our mask wear your mask it's for your own protection for the protections of your family or your friends or your co-workers wear a mask huh what are you talking about man what (laughs) bro what are you talking about man If, you, if you've been listening for this podcast for a while now, you know that what are you talking about segment is about a crazy hot topic that's been happening for the entire week in sports. And that's something that we cover. We break it down in numbers. You know, I give my opinion on all that. You know, and obviously for today's what are you talking about is the obvious 10-year contract that Patrick Mahomes just got. But there's also some interesting news that transpired over the past couple of days that maybe you're not aware of. Colin Kaepernick and ESPN agreed to a deal that would see the former San Francisco 49ers quarterback work closely with the undefeated and the ESPN branch dedicated to the intersection of sports and culture. And he's going to talk about his life. They're going to go through the progression of his life, how he got into the the whole aspect of uh, social injustice, you know, race, the pursuit to equity. So it's going to have a, a docu series, and I'm I'm personally very invested into docuseries i like to look at history i like to have an understanding of what went on not just in the world but just also specifically in the sports world so you know i'm excited colin is excited and of course jamel hill shout out to jamel hill for you know putting herself out there to do this documentary because she's been on the forefront with this with colin kaepernick and i really appreciate that they put her on this and i can't wait for that so look out for that information as it's passed along on the podcast and also you know on the websites and on social media another piece of news that i'm sure you guys are not aware of it just happened to be broken down today of this recording july 7th tuesday 2020 
Bradley Beal will not be joining the Washington Wizards when they, when they are heading into the bubble to start on July 30th. That's another notable name that is not going to join his team because of concerns with COVID-19. So again, if you want to stay up to the news of what's going on in the sports world, the NBA, as we transition back into sports, this is what I have for you at the moment. So let's transition into Patrick Mahomes, man. That's the big topic of the week. I mean, you can say the week, even though it was just announced yesterday. Again, yesterday hasn't been Monday. Whenever you're listening to this recording, it could be two days later, a week later. But Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year contract worth up to $503 million on July 6, 2020. So remember this date in sports history. Why? Because Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes became and potentially just signed the biggest contract in sports history. A few months ago, if you remember, it was Mike Trout. He also signed a big contract. And if we pull this up, I think Mike Trout, his contract was about, let me see here. Let me pull this up for you guys so I have this information ready for you. So it was Mike Trout, okay? Like I said, Patrick Mahomes signed 10 years up to $503 million. Mike Trout signed a 10-year contract, $426.5 million. Canelo Alvarez has a contract that's worth up to $365 million. Bryce Harper has $330 million. And Giancarlo Staten, $325 million. But none of these guys are getting what Patrick Mahomes is going to get. Patrick Mahomes right now is on a crazy tear. I want to share this tweet with you guys from Jason Sobel on Twitter. He said that the contract that Patrick Mahomes just signed, if you combine the PGA Tour winning percentage of the top six athletes in the pga tour all time vj singh phil mickelson adam scott tiger woods and uh, two other members that i don't remember the name right now combine what they have gathered over the tour what they have won over the tour that's what patrick mahomes is making and more so those six guys combined on the pga tour are not even making as much as patrick mahomes is going to make over the next 12 years actually so if we break down this contract Patrick Mahomes still has two years left on this current contract. And then he signed a 10-year extension that's $427 million. But the interesting part about this contract is, though, that he has triggered incentives into making all that money. Okay? So according to Adam Schefter, like I said, again, I mentioned it, 10-year, $503 million contract. It includes $477 million in guarantee mechanisms and the ability for Patrick Mahomes to have outs if the guarantees mechanism is not exercised. Now, a lot of you are wondering, why in the heck would anybody sign someone to a contract this big? We've seen big contracts like this before. The notable one that if you remember, if you're old enough to remember when A-Rod signed that big contract with the Texas Rangers. You guys remember that? And he transitioned into the Yankees. Everybody was losing their mind. A-Rod signed a 10-year, $250 million contract. And back in the day, that was like blown out of the waters. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is somebody making so much money? We all knew when baseball people make money. But to the level A-Rod was making is absurd. Now, somebody makes $250 million, like, meh. <laughs> Think about Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook signed a five-year, $205 million contract with the, with, the, uh, with the Houston Rockets. That's insane. But then, of course, there are those people who are on the other end of the spectrum, and they're always going to question, why should we give Patrick Mahomes his money? So, this is the part where I educate you with the numbers. 
Whether you like them or not, you can't dispute the numbers. This is Patrick Mahomes in his first 31 games. Again, I repeat, this is Patrick Mahomes in his first 31 games. He has 24 wins. 76 touchdown passes. That's the most ever. 9,412 passing yards. That's the most ever. 108.9 quarterback rating. That's the highest ever. Second to that is Aaron Rodgers with 104.2. Again, like I mentioned, he has 24 wins. That's tied for the most wins ever in your first 31 games. He won the Super Bowl last year. He was the Super Bowl MVP. He was the NFL MVP. And this is all before the age of 24. Patrick Mahomes won't even I'm um, 25. Patrick Mahomes won't even be 25 till September of 2020. To me, this was a no-brainer. There are few no-brainers in sports history. Picking LeBron James as number one pick, that was a no-brainer. Michael Jordan going at number three, <laughs> he should have been number one. That was, I mean, actually, no. If you think about it, Hakeem Olajuwon should have went number one. Signing Mariano Rivera to a long contract, that's a no-brainer. The Yankees signing Garrett Cole currently. I'm just keeping it current so you understand. Some contracts are just no-brainers. Think about it. Mookie Betts. That's no-brainer. He was the best right fielder in baseball. And we can go down the list of no-brainer contracts. But this one to me just feels like the Kansas City Chiefs got exactly what they were looking for. And I'm I am a Packers fan. If I if I just put on my fan hat for a moment. All of you know I'm a Packer fan. I vouch for anything Green Bay Packer. The Packers have been a lucky franchise. When we got when we traded Brett Favre from the Atlanta Falcons back in '92, and he came to Green Bay, and then we transitioned from Aaron from uh, from uh, Brett Favre to then Aaron Rodgers, and we still have Aaron Rodgers. We signed Aaron Rodgers to that big contract. He's making thirty-three and a half million dollars for the next couple years. Aaron Rodgers is a bit past his prime, but my point is being this: we got the quarterback that we wanted. In the NFL, your cornerstone is your quarterback. It doesn't matter how great your defense is. doesn't matter how great your special teams is. If you don't have a quarterback, if you don't have a leader behind the center who can lead in every direction, your team is not going to make it anywhere. The Kansas City Chiefs, they have the best defense in the NFL. Matter of fact, their defense was ranked in the bottom half of the league. And they still end up winning the Super Bowl. Matter of fact, they beat the best defense in the NFL because their quarterback was that great. So for the skeptics that are wondering, why would I pay Patrick Mahomes this money? Why did the Kansas City Chiefs fork out this money to pay him? That is why. Because in this short span of games, he's already proven just with the eye test. Just forget the numbers a moment. You look at him play. He's a football player. He does things that no other quarterback has ever done. Aaron Rodgers has done some things in his prime. But Patrick Mahomes takes that to another level. And everyone knows Aaron Rodgers is my favorite football player ever. For me to tell you that Patrick Mahomes is another level above that, that Aaron Rodgers has been in his prime, Patrick Mahomes might not be as accurate as Aaron Rodgers because there's no one that is as accurate as Aaron Rodgers in his prime. If you don't believe me, go back in the two, go look at the 2009, 2010, 2011 season, 2012 season from Aaron Rodgers. And you can say those are arguably the best years accuracy-wise a quarterback has ever had. Go look at it. 
Yeah, some might say, well, this Drew Brees, look at his passing percentage. But no, no, no. I'm talking about everything else around. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have what Drew Brees have had. The, the continuity with wide receivers, the consistency of all times. He had great receivers multiple times, but he never had great defenses. But that's a different conversation for another time, and I don't want to deviate away from the topic. My point being is here. The Kansas City Chiefs got their guy. Patrick Mahomes deserve all the money he's about to make. And it's quite interesting, though, that he, in this in this current era that we're in, where you can get a lot of guaranteed money, he, he opted to do it on a year-to-year basis, where he's putting a challenge on himself almost to say, I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm going to earn my money, quote-unquote. So starting in 2022 and for 10 years running obviously from his contract patrick mahomes has a 1.25 million incentive for winning the afc championship game and a 1.25 million incentive for winning the nfl mvp that's 25 million dollars in incentives over the over the next 10 years taking his value to his deal to 477 to 503 hey get that bank patrick mahomes who i feel bad for is the afc they had to deal with Tom Brady for 20 years. He left and went to the NFC. And now they got to deal with Patrick Mahomes and potentially Lamar Jackson coming up and Deshaun Watson. Man, good luck. Quick advertisement. What's up, guys? If you're looking for a great logo like the Statman Sports Podcast logo, if you're looking for a podcast cover just like the podcast, you can always go to 99designs.com. That's the place you can find the best of the best creative designers. And for a fixed price, you get unlimited changes till you get the design that fulfills your needs. That is 99designs.com. We also have an affiliate link that we will post in the show note description that will get you the right design that you need. 99designs.com forward slash Statman podcast. With no further ado, let's just get to the next segment. I'm confused, bro. That don't make any sense. I'm a little confused here, bud. Welcome back. In this segment, uh, we like to talk about things that are a bit confusing for the past week in the sport. And... This week, I'm going to take just a little different route. It's not necessarily confusing what we're going to talk about in terms of how Patrick Mahomes' contract affects the sports world, but more so, it's a question mark. What is going to actually happen now? Patrick Mahomes just reset the market to an extraordinary level. If you think about Dak Prescott at the moment, he's still negotiating his contract, even though he just signed a franchise tag, which is another topic all on his own. I'm against franchise tagging altogether but i understand why he's there um patrick mahomes put the market at a value where i don't think it will be topped for the next 20 years or so depending if things change drastically with tv deals and the way people are making money and the way companies are spending money with advertisement etc etc but i think about sports in general and how players are signed how they're scouted you know we pay money for potential we pay money for what players have produced. And I think about soccer, football, whichever one you want to call it. But I prefer to call it football. Just so you know, moving forward, just call it football. So, you know, uh, in football, you notice that the bigger clubs, they're usually the ones always in competition. Because in football, there's only one thing you need to be mindful of. If you have money, you can spend it. There, of course, there's limits, but they're more so worried about clauses with players. For example, 
A lot of you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, Messi, and Neymar. So I just use Neymar for example. Neymar was transferred from Barcelona to PSG. But in Neymar's contract, he had a clause that PSG had to pay $180 million release clause on top of his salary. That's how I work in football. So if teams that have the money are willing to pay that fee, they'll just pay the fee, the player will be released, and the team can have them. That's why you notice that the big clubs, they always have the best players because they can afford to pay their salary and the transfer fees. Now, if you think about the other sports, like the NFL, the MLS, baseball, baseball, there's not necessarily any salary cap and just like football. If you can afford a player, you can pay the contract, you pay them. But that's also up to the player to decide if he wants to play for that team as well, based because of their free agents. If you are not a free agent, if the team wants to trade you, then they have to make sure they fall within a certain standard. There's a lot of details that goes with that. But my entire point is, Patrick Mahomes now in the NFL. We have not seen a contract like this in the NFL or in sports history. The, the, the one that we all were talking about for a few months was Mike Trout signing that 10 to 13 year deal, 425 million. That was also a no-brainer. Mike Trout arguably is the best baseball player of all time already. He's not even 30 years of age yet. So that contract was a no-brainer as well. Mike Trout has been in top three of MVP voting since he's been in the league. <laughs> his batting average is sensational. His on-base percentage is sensational. He His home run average per season is sensational. His RBI is sensational. If Mike Trout retired today, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I believe the same for Patrick Mahomes. If he retires today, Patrick Mahomes will be in the Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall of Fame for that matter. Now, the question is, what is that? What are these contracts going to do for the future of sports? Are we going to pay the players what they're actually worth? Or are we going to keep paying players based on their potential? This is a conversation I have with a close friend of mine. And it's something I want you listeners to think about, right? A lot of times when players are scouted, you scout them on ability. Think about when you go in a relationship. If you are pursuing a young lady, a young man, you are technically looking for potential because all of us have a quote-unquote list, an imaginary list of things that we say, hey, you know, these are the things I would like to look into someone before I, before I even date them or before I get in a serious relationship with them. So in order for you to do that, you have to do your homework. You know, you got to find out who they are, you know, where they live, what their education is, you know, what, what are their aspirations in life. In sports, it's the same. When you scout a player, you worry about what is their batting average is doing in certain situations. What are we looking for? How's his swing speed? You know, how can how fast can they throw the ball? How's, how do they field? How can he shoot the basketball? Does he have a good stroke? Swimming is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Or is he, you know, is does he has a good eye for situations? Does he understand situations? Does this basketball player, can he catch on to certain things quickly? Does he understand the concepts? So you go down a list of things that you, that you look for when you go after a player. And based on those things, you try to compare it. At least I try to think about it as Scott, because I'm not a scout. You try to think about what am I really looking for in this player? And what is this player worth? But then this, that to me is twofold. A player might have all the potential. A player might have all the skills that you're looking for. But then how is the money paid? Are you securing a player because you don't want another team to get this player? Or are you paying this player based on what you see and what he's worth? 
The first part to that is a lot of times, 90% of the time, players are secured and paid a certain amount of money based on their potential. And as they go along, as they grow in whatever sport it is, as they show in progression, and hopefully the progression that teams are looking for, then they are paid according to their worth. Now, in the NBA, there's salary caps. In other sports, there's caps. Baseball, there's no cap. Football, there's no cap. So, there comes a time where the player is probably in small locations are going to outplay or outperform whatever amount of money you're giving them. Do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is worth the money he's worth? He's worth more. You think Lionel Messi is worth the contract he has? He's worth more. There are certain things that money cannot buy. It's called intangibles. And as I'm telling my friend this, we're having a discussion in a group chat. Again, and I want you listeners to think about this. What Patrick Mahomes has been paying for, or what Patrick Mahomes is going to get paid for starting 2022, was his potential when he was drafted, and also what he has done thus far. Think about this in the sample size. 31 games. He's only played 31 games. The NFL season is 16 games. He played 31 games. And he's won 24 of them. He already won the MVP, like I mentioned. 76 touchdown passes the most ever. The highest quarterback rating ever. The the uh, the highest pocket presence situational in NFL history. He has the most yards ever. And this is all before the age of 25. A quarterback's lifespan is almost to about 35, 36. So this contract was right on the dot. 10 years from now, Patrick Mahomes is going to be 34. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is 36, 37. And he's now declining. That's how great Aaron Rodgers has been. Tom Brady is 42. He's about to be 42 years old. He's Yes, granted, he has one of the worst seasons ever. But his performance level was better than half the quarterbacks in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is not just the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. He is the NFL moving forward. You're going to see a lot of kids who want to be like Patrick Mahomes. Just like everyone wanted to be like Mike. Everyone tailored the game around Mike. That is how a lot of quarterbacks are going to tailor their game around Patrick Mahomes. The mobile quarterback. Accuracy cannot be thought. It's just something I feel like you're born with. You can work work on it over time, but that's just a natural born thing you have. You're just naturally accurate. You can improve your accuracy, yes. But not everybody can sling the ball like Dan Marino. Not everybody can do it like Aaron Rodgers. No one can do it like Patrick Mahomes. And that's why, to me, moving forward, this contract is going to change big time how players are going to negotiate. Because what we're seeing right now, look at Dak Prescott. If you put aside the fact that if you like the Dallas Cowboys or not, Dak Prescott is not worth $40 million. I'm sorry. I don't care how much the market has moved. What has Dak Prescott done? If we want to talk about just a player's potential, if you want to talk about what he can do, sure. If you think he can potentially be Patrick Mahomes, then sure. Then go ahead, Jerry Jones, pay him $40 million. But if we go with but if we go with the premise that we're gonna pay every player that we see, we say, oh man, he has the potential to be like Tom Brady. He has the potential, oh, to be like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. Because again, I'm using these names because these are these are the measuring sticks that we have right now. Those are the greats of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. 
these are the people we're measuring up to. If you think your player's going to be that, if you think Dak Prescott, Dallas fans, if you think he's going to be that, then by all means, argue he's going to make $40 million. But in no way have you seen anything with your eyes to say that Dak Prescott is on Patrick Mahomes' level or Aaron Rodgers' level or Tom Brady's level. I don't even want to put him in the same category as these guys because he's not. So what is Jerry Jones really paying for? Is he paying Dak Prescott on what he's done? Or is he really paying Dak Prescott on what he thinks he can be? And that's what put franchises a lot of times in holes. And that's what make players think that they're worth more than they are. Because in the past, we pay the players based on what their potential is rather than what they have actually done. But isn't that how we necessarily earn our contract? In the real world, quote unquote. Because again, I'm not. I don't want to say that the NFL, NBA, these are these are real jobs. You have to have a special talent, special skill to be in these positions. I'm not disregarding their skills. That's not exact. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, take it back and look at your job. Whatever position you have, wherever you're working at, are they paying you because they think you can potentially do the job, or are they really paying you because you can do the job? And that's what I'm talking about. Yes, in sports, there are a lot of different intricacies that go with that. But it's the same premise. If we're talking about $35, $40 million, I don't care what the market is, and I'll repeat it again. Dak Prescott is not on Patrick Mahomes' level. Dak Prescott has not done anything near what Patrick Mahomes has done. He is not worth $40 million. He hasn't done anything to be worth $40 million. So I think... In the future, this is going to bring up an interesting conundrum because players are now going to feel like, hey, because the market is being set here, this is what I need to get. Forgetting the fact that maybe they have not earned that money that they're asking for. In the next few months, we're going to hear a lot of contract talks. We're going to see a lot of performances as we get back into sports in the normal way. So over the next few years, we're going to see how this is going to transpire. But for right now, my thought process is, Patrick Mahomes has reset the market to a level where <laughs> we're going to see a lot of money being thrown around, but not a lot of people showing the potential to justify the money that they are getting paid. Ah, we've come to the end of another episode. That was episode number 82, man. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as I did recording it. But before I let you guys know, you already know what the deal is. If you already haven't hit that subscribe button, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can also go to Spotify, you know, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Now, we're now on Pandora, too, so that's amazing. Tune in. Any of your favorite podcast platform, you can go on there and leave a review. That will greatly help us. And, of course, what I'm going to start to do starting from episode 90 we're going to start reading off some of the reviews you guys have left us so you guys can know you know how we're doing and everything else that comes along with that also if you want to read the transcripts for any of the podcasts or listen to any of the old podcasts of course you can go back to your favorite platform or you can go on the podcast and read the show notes on statmanpodcast.com or statmansportspodcast.com and also if you want to buy merchandise you can go to store.statmanpodcast.com and finally guys if you guys remember the first interview we ever did on the podcast was with Antonietta Collins that was episode 7 since then we've been great friends and we've been communicating ever since um, I'm excited to share a little venture that she just started. It was a video podcast called Mi Gente, where she interviewed a lot of different celebrities and people from the Latin community and how 
uh, we, we need to stay together and bring things together. And this week, she had a great conversation with two-time WNBA champ and Atlanta Greens guard Renee Montgomery and her fiancé, who happens to be a musical artist, and her name is Sirena Grace. They chatted about social justice and how Latinos can be stronger allies in the Black Lives movement. So I'm excited to hear this uh, this conversation. They're going to release that as of this recording, July 7th, 2020. And I'm excited for you guys to hear that. So tune into that. But for right now, Statman, signing out, baby. Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.